0: welcome back you can find me on the web at joe ryan.com i'm on instagram at joe ryan and if you're struggling through your family system your role trying to become more authentic i offer coaching you go to joe ryan.com slash coaching all right here we go mm-hmm. I want to thank everybody who reached out after the last episode, the cut and burn episode. I have been in grieving mode, dealing with heartbreak and loss. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross has an excellent book about grief. It's called Death and Dying. And she goes through the five stages of grief, which is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and finally acceptance. Any kind of loss, we're going to go through the grieving process. Most of us have to grieve the loss of childhood, loss of a loved one, loss of a pet, loss of a friendship, loss of a relationship. The process doesn't have a timeline and all the five stages are not linear. They are all intertwined. It is like this big bucket of emotions that get put into the category of grief the sadness, the anger, the guilt, anxiety, confusion, frustration, fear, resentment, yearning, envy. And that's a lot of emotions to sort out. And it all comes down to loss. That's why love can be so difficult. Opening yourself up, becoming vulnerable, letting down your walls, letting somebody in, being vulnerable in a sense, is giving away some of your power, some of your protection. But that's also where the strength lies. In this past relationship that just ended, it was a year of letting down my walls, being seen, being vulnerable, showing my emotions. I never did it this way before. I was always walled up and protected and fearing loss. And this is really one of the few times that I completely opened up and showed myself. I don't think I've ever been more vulnerable than I was in this relationship. I was emotional at points where I never would have been before. And it was almost disbelief that I was allowing myself to feel and express The way I was in front of a woman, you know, the certain emotions (laughs) that men just don't want to allow anybody to see, especially somebody they're in a relationship with. But I always had gotten to that cut and burn point, and I never allowed anybody to see me the way I let this woman see me. And I was open, and I was vulnerable, and I was transparent, and it was difficult You know, when you're showing up more than somebody else, your natural reaction is to start protecting yourself, to put up those walls. You know, when that fear of abandonment kicks in, the relationship not ending or you're not getting your needs met. And I did the complete opposite. I was opposite George from Seinfeld. I completely changed my way of being in a relationship. And there was something great about that. Like we hit that emotional wall within us and we all have it where we get triggered and we get defensive and we get self-righteous and we start pointing fingers and blaming. And as much as I wanted to do that, there was something that was stopping me. I mean, the love that I had felt in this relationship towards this person that I had allowed myself to be this open and free and vulnerable... And it was painful. It was it was difficult to feel that unprotected. And in the end, I did get my ass kicked. I have been dealing with heartache for weeks. And it was debilitating. It was depressing. It was sad. There was denial. There was anger. I haven't quite gotten to the acceptance part yet. I'm getting there. But a big part of getting to the acceptance was the anger. Like, anger is my protection. Anger is my strength. Anger gave me this energy to finally get out of that sadness and start moving forward. And my anger is directed towards her partially, but in reality, when I sit and look at it, I'm really angry at myself. I saw the writing on the wall at a certain point. And I knew at some point she wasn't going to be capable of opening up and becoming vulnerable. And I ignored it because my desire outweighed logic. And when you're in love and those feelings and those emotions take over and you feel connected to a person in a way that is very rare and what you've been looking for, you don't want to let it go. And you do become blind to a lot. I guess I was at the point where I felt like there was nothing that couldn't have been overcome. I feel really good, as shitty as I feel for being as open and as vulnerable and having somebody see so much of my character defects that I hate having somebody out in the world knowing them. But going into them and becoming vulnerable and opening up the way I did, I ended up building strength. I survived being open and vulnerable. And it's so much better because I don't have those regrets. Oh, if I just was more honest here, if I was just more genuine there, if I would have gave a little here, if I wasn't such a dick there, like... You work through that stuff and you get through those fears when you become vulnerable. And it's like this open exposed place inside of your soul where you let somebody in and you express what you feel and you show them who you are. And you're actually giving them the power and the keys to the kingdom to hurt you when you're that open and vulnerable. They can take it and twist it and use it any way they want but the strength that you build up within yourself by learning how to be open and vulnerable. And yeah, it is a weakness, and it is being exposed, and it is fear, and you are frightened. But when you start to get used to being vulnerable, that vulnerability becomes a strength. I was in this relationship like it was going to be the last relationship I had. I gave it everything I possibly could. And there's a good feeling in that for me. The good feeling is knowing there's nothing more that I could have possibly done. I don't have regrets about not opening up, not being vulnerable, the what ifs, because I gave it everything I had. And when I don't give it everything I had, I end up scratching my head going, well, was it me? This time I know that it wasn't me. And there's a really good feeling in knowing that as heartbroken as I am, as long as it's taken me to lick my wounds and get back out in the world, the pain, the hurt, the sorrow, the sadness, the loss, the grieving, all shitty things to have to go through. The time I spent, I wouldn't change most of it. There are some things I would take back, obviously not doing it perfectly. But the lessons we learn by going past that cut and burn point, we start to learn more about ourselves. Yeah, it is. does feel weak to be, to go into your vulnerability. It does feel weak to open up and let down your walls and let somebody in. It does feel like you're giving them the power. But when you survive it and you come out the other end, there's a strength that you have now that you didn't have before. You see, if I stop at my cut and burn point and I never get past it, I don't grow as a person. I don't explore parts of my soul. I don't find ways to build up strength within myself because I'm relying on old tapes and programming and old defenses. See, I want to be open. I want to be honest. I want to be genuine. And I want a partner that does that as well. That we can work through these issues together. You came from one place, I came from another place, and there's this conflict in the middle where we need to find common ground from our family systems and our roles and what makes us feel good and what doesn't make us feel good. You want somebody that you can work through these things with, that you can talk to about it, that you can understand where they're coming from so that you don't take it personally. I took this breakup hard. I mean, really hard. I didn't see my life with anybody else. There was never a doubt in my mind that I wasn't going to be with this person going forward. I was committed to giving it everything I had in a way that I really truly had never done before. I got to go to places that I would have never gotten to if it wasn't for this person. This is like a stepping stone in the evolution of my life and building up the sense of self within myself. You see, I took a chance on being seen. I wasn't hiding behind all my bullshit and my defenses and my fears. I leaned into them. And every time I got scared and I wanted to run, I kept talking myself through it. And I would get myself off that emotional ledge and I would regroup and I would come back and there was a strength being built in that. If I cut and burned and left as soon as it got difficult, I wouldn't have grown. I don't know what the future is for me. I mean, right now I am on a emotionally closed off healing my wounds and waiting until they scar before I can open up again. And this is the process now. It's regrouping. It's taking what I learned from this relationship, what I had given away, what I should have held back more for myself, how I could have did it differently. Now that the emotional part of it, the anger, the denial, the fear, all of that is starting to go away. They're starting to become an acceptance that this is a reality. This is over. I have to put it to bed. It still lingers. It still hurts. I still long for her, and that's not going to go away easily. Love is a very baffling emotion. We don't understand the things we do and why we do it and the feelings we have all we know is we gravitate towards these people and there's this emotional connection that has been missing and lacking from our lives that lights us up, that invigorates us, that gives us this energy. And when we spend most of our lives walled up and fearful and being protective, we don't get to that place of opening up with this this free flowing of emotional energy between two people. It's a beautiful feeling. It is something special when the two of you are working together to build a life. And you have each other's best interest. And you work through fears together. Instead of withdrawing and putting up walls and playing games. It's hard to be vulnerable and speak your truth. There is a weakness in being vulnerable. The only way that vulnerability starts to become a strength is when you start to lean into it and open up. We have to teach ourselves that we can be open and vulnerable and survive. But we all have that wall where we stop, that emotional wall where we can't give because fear is so great of opening up and being hurt, not being seen with value, being used, being taken advantage of. See, when we are in love, man, there's blinders on. We don't see a lot. We're tapped into that good feeling. And we don't want it to end. And we don't look at the darker side of the relationship. We don't explore it. But that is just as important as the love part, the light and airy part. There is a darkness to it. There is a history that each person carries into it. And they have each has their own fears. And it's the same thing. It's just we go about it differently. Nobody wants that emotional hurt. I have been bleeding out for six weeks, and I am tired of bleeding out. And it's impossible to hit a switch and shut it off for most of us. It's a process that we have to go through. And a lot of us, when the relationships end, we go back into our self-hate and our worthlessness and feeling unlovable but when you can break through those walls and those fears and you can open up and you can give it all you start to explore these parts these unprotected parts and you learn how to build strength in that vulnerability see hiding from it and keeping it locked away and not showing it not exploring it how are you going to learn how to be vulnerable And protect yourself in a healthier way. Cutting people off when it gets difficult. When emotionally you feel like you're not good enough. When you cut and burn at that point, you're not learning anything new. And it's not easy. We've been so hurt and so damaged from when we, where we came from that it's an automatic response. We have to fight through those default responses of cutting and burning to stay in there and to explore the parts of us. I have never been more vulnerable in my life than in this past relationship. I mean, to be emotionally upset in front of a woman, to show weakness, to show who I am underneath it all from the parts that I once hid. You see, that protection... We think we're keeping ourselves safe, and in a way we are. But how are we going to learn how to grow past the protection if we don't let down those walls and show our our vulnerability and our weaknesses and our fears to somebody? We have to start trusting somebody somewhere. We have to start trusting ourselves. See, I trusted myself with this information, but I also trusted her. She was the right person for me to open up to. I loved her and I cared about her on a level that I never really truly did before in some areas. And that was emotional growth for me. But there was also a fear and a chance that I took to being seen. I gave her a lot of power over me. I gave her a lot of keys to the kingdom that's inside of me that nobody else had. You know, And for the most part, she handled it well and treated it with respect. But at some point, she couldn't go where she needed to go to open up more to have her vulnerability be seen because it was too scary for her. It was too scary from where she came from. I kept becoming more vulnerable and opening up and at a certain point, she had stopped because it was too much. And what I needed out of the relationship, she realized that she couldn't give. But in reality, she could give it. She just didn't want to have to go into the hurt and the pain and the discomfort to do it. The walls were easier and safer, less rewarding, less satisfying. And these are the choices we make. I should have cut and burned probably three months in. But I knew the reason I was going to do it was because of my fears. And I kept talking myself to stay in and the emotional growth that I gained from this by walking through my fear time and time again is going to serve me going forward. The person that cuts off when it gets difficult, they're stuck at that point and they are going to go back to their old ways, go back to what is familiar, to the abusive, uncaring, unloving, unopen places of safety. It is unfamiliar, it is, it's, it's familiar, but on, and safe, but it's not open and it's not growing. So you get stuck at that point. That's why getting past that cut and burn point is extremely helpful in this growth process. There is an invisible barrier around me. It's my protection. I am slowly dismantling that wall, that invisible shield, that fantasy bond, that barrier that I never get through because I didn't want to have to go through what I just went through for the last six weeks, the sadness, the depression, the guilt, the anger, the heartache, the not being able to think and function like I normally could, the things that I used to enjoy just don't even bring me any joy because I am miserably sad and depressed dealing with Loss. The better we can learn how to deal with loss, the more we're going to be able to be open and invite more of what we want in our life. We have to start breaking down the walls of protection. We have to start understanding our vulnerability and get more comfortable with it. The less we sit in our vulnerability, the less we expose ourselves to being vulnerable, the more those walls stay up. If you want to learn how to build strength, learn how to be more vulnerable, learn how to be more open, and we do that by getting more comfortable with ourselves, with our past, with our history, the way that we are. See, if I don't like who I am, I'm not going to be able to be open and show you and be vulnerable with it. Because I don't like it in myself that I'm going to hide it from the world. The more I can get in there and get comfortable with the things that I don't like and hate about myself and start to learn how to love those parts, the less fearful I'm going to be of being seen. This woman saw parts of me that nobody has ever seen. And yeah, there is a humiliation. I feel like she has power over it. She sees my defectiveness, my flaws, my crazy, my reactions. I don't want people knowing that. So I never really truly get vulnerable because I don't want somebody out there in the world having those things over me. But she does, and she knows me on a level that most people don't. And part of the vulnerability now is making myself okay, not being together, her knowing things about me that I probably wouldn't want most of the world to know yet. Those vulnerabilities that I experienced in that relationship, the places that I went, the things that I exposed and revealed, I no longer have to fear others seeing them. Yeah, it's going to take a while for this wound to close up, for this to become a scar, for me to gain value and worth out of this to apply it going forward. But the biggest part for me is how vulnerable I was, how seen I was, how I showed up as me more than I ever have in my life and somebody rejecting it, rejecting me for it. But in reality, she wasn't rejecting me. She was rejecting herself because she couldn't go to the places that she needed to go for this relationship to grow further. It would have just stayed at the level it was at. And her knowing all of this about me does not make me feel comfortable. But as I grieve this loss and I accept the way I was, the vulnerability and the weakness that I felt in that vulnerability and the way it feels now knowing that somebody knows more about me than I really wish they did will become a strength. And the next relationship that I get into I will be able to be more vulnerable a lot easier because I broke through so many of the barriers the price I paid was I can guarantee you I am hurting about a thousand times more than she is because she didn't open up and get vulnerable so there was not as much for her to heal I had never been this vulnerable I have a lot to heal There's a humiliation in it, opening yourself up and giving everything you had and having it feel like rejection. And that's part of the problem is the way we internalize it. I felt like I wasn't good enough for the last month or so, which in reality, that's just not truth. The reality was I was me as much as I've ever been. She was probably her more than she has ever been with anybody else. I wanted to continue to grow and be vulnerable and go down that road for more depth, more connection, more real love and getting through all of the bullshit. And she got to a point where it was too painful to take a look. At herself anymore so I am not internalizing this and that's part of the grieving process is to get to the point where you accept your role you accept how you showed up you accept the humiliation you accept all of the good and all the bad but when we're in our grief and in a breakup all we can see is the hurt and the negative I'm just getting out of anger into an acceptance. And I'm going to take this lesson forward. The point being is that if we don't get into our vulnerability and we keep repeating the same patterns that we always repeat and we cut and burn at the same point, we are never going to grow. We are never going to become stronger. We are never going to be able to work on dousing those fears. And getting comfortable with being who we are. I'm an emotionally sensitive guy who has lived with walls most of his life. And I'm learning how to live less protected, more vulnerable, and more open. And by doing this, I am not taking this breakup as personally as I have every other one before. Does it hurt? Does it feel like shit? Do I miss her? Do I still want? Yeah. All of that is there. But I'm not feeling bad about me because I gave it everything I had. I can say that. I don't know if she can, but what matters most is you give it your all. You take your beatings. You learn the lessons. You brush yourself off. You take the time to grieve. And then you slowly build yourself back up, better than you were before. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at joeryan.com. Follow me on Instagram at joe ryan. And if you want, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be great. All right, take care.